What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yep. And uh, today we're going to go through, as always, start off with some news and rumors. News and rumors. I'm going to start the first one real quick. Okay. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Yes. As we all guy. know, he's Cody, having a... Don't call him Rhodes. He's having a match tomorrow. Which match is it? Kenny oh, Omega, yeah. G1 Ken, special. Right. Uh, his hair is no longer blonde. No? Yeah. Nice. I do have a picture for you. Oh, it's back to it's back to normal. Back maybe a little darker. Maybe a little darker. Um, yeah. Internet freaked out, I guess. Uh, you want to know why? Hmm. Because oh, you don't. Okay. <laughs> nope. No way. All right, moving right along. <laughs> no. Okay. Why? Um, I don't want to know why. The buds want to know. You why. do not want to know why. I do want to know why. Because I asked if I wouldn't have said anything, because, you wouldn't care. But because, because I mentioned it, you know there's a reason. Now you want to know. It's actually simple. It's because Brandy wanted the carpet to match the drapes, mm-hmm. and they didn't anymore. He died those two. And he didn't want to die. He didn't want to die those. That would burn. Oh, that. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, it's because uh, apparently he had to film. Uh, for his character on Arrow oh. with his friend Stephen Amell. Okay. So that's that's why. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, log- yeah, yeah logic, that makes sense. Money. Yeah, money. And a job that he agreed money, to do as well. I mean, yeah. he agreed to do the. He's probably under contract with him still, so he has to for the TV yeah. show. So I just wanted to start off with one. I'll let you take nice. over from there, and then if we don't okay. cross anything off. But I literally found that yeah. one as we were getting ready to press record. That, that I found that real quick. So. Nice. Um, All right, so uh, what do you got for news and rumors for us today, okay. BJ? So the first I had, um, this isn't really news rumors. This is just something I found okay. funny this week. So Charlotte posted on Twitter. It was the 4th of July, mm-hmm. uh, Independence Day in America, if you will, yeah. uh, you know, that day. So she posted on Twitter, remember, this day in 1776, when Lex Luger slammed Yokozuna on the deck of the USS Intrepid and freed us all from British rule. Okay. She tweeted that. Wow. It's fucking hilarious. Really? Right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I mean, I like everyone that. knows of Luger slamming him. Like, uh, Yoko's Yoko Zuna. Zuna. was supposed to be funny. Yes. Twitter, like, people are dumb. Oh, I bet people went apeshit. They did. They, like, they were correcting her. Like, that happened in 1994. Don't you know your history? Like, things like that. It's like, people, that was a joke. Like, wow. chill out. Jokes are hard. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it was hilarious. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, another thing, and you actually sent me this, uh, that I think was funny, um, on Kayfabe News. Yeah, this was fantastic. This was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I had that on my list, too, but oh, I you? figured you would probably yeah. share it after I sent it to you, yeah. but I had to. I figured this was a good <laughs> But it was really good yeah. that uh, what they did was 2K19 has a new updates where you can only play as Brock Lesnar four times a year. So, because, you know, that's how it is. And then you can only play Undertaker uh, from Royal Rumble to Mania. That's it. So And the go after show. was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Monday after, sometimes. Um, okay. So now into more real news. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, had an interview this week, and he was asked if... Um, he would like to face The Miz at WrestleMania mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. And he said that he doesn't trust WWE to build a story that long to make his character and Miz look right and wow. make it go right at WrestleMania. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go then. Shots yeah. fired. And um, to go along with that... You blame him? No. To go along with that, um, and this was... From a not so credible source. Okay. But um, they were saying that Daniel Bryan, um, the reason he's been got teamed up with Hell No, and he's they're going to start moving him fast and get in all these feuds before his contract's up, so that um, if he leaves, they can leaves, get the they most got out of the big exactly. bang for his buck. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally makes sense to me. I mean, get what you can out of the guy while you can. Exactly. Okay. So I don't think yeah, he goes. Um, I don't think he does either. But if he didn't have a kid, a he went. Yeah. He has a kid. He stays. Right. That's how I feel about mm-hmm. that. That changes everything. You know, you have kids. Yeah, very true. Just like he's um, later. Yeah, I have kids too. Um, 
So, all right, next. Next. 205 Live this week. Yeah. Was so good that it trended on Twitter for the first time. Wow, nice. Yeah. During Um, what part? The main event? Yeah. I imagine? Yeah. Um, main event was awesome. It was really good. Check it out, buds. Um, but Mustafa Ali. And if you want to check it out, you can at least check it out in the Bud Kives. Yeah. 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 It was last week's episode. Like, you're getting there. Now you're like 50-50 on this I've only messed it up once on purpose, too. I can only claim one of them to be on purpose. (laughs) If I said all of them where I'm lying. But one was on purpose. Right. Okay. So, um, so some kind of business news. Business. Uh, Somebody, ladies and gentlemen, oh, Elias, um, has gotten his own sponsor yeah. for his guitar. Mm-hmm. Fender is now sponsoring Elias. I saw that on Twitter. Um, so all his guitars going forth will be Fender. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that this makes him break less of them? I would say yes. I would too. They want to show that they're a durable, good guitar, and or they don't um, explode. Yeah, they don't <laughs> doctor them quite as much. Right, like the they are dust afterwards. Yeah, any part that comes in contact with the human body turns to dust. Yeah, because that's happened a couple times. You just got like a it's cloud like of dust. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, but that's cool. Like yeah. good for him that he's gotten big enough. To have that, which is really dope. I'm sure WWE's happy about it too, because then that means Elias will be featured on their website as a featured guitarist or sponsor E, and that's going to draw maybe potentially new eyes to the WWE product to find out who this Elias character is that has a custom guitar for from Fender or sponsored by Fender. I guess I don't think he has a custom guitar yet. Not yet, but. Maybe. I've thought about buying a custom bass. Nice. What bass could be better than one that's like perfectly made for me? Right. That's true. Um, None. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, So, WWE trademarked a new character this week. I don't think I saw this. Uh, Yeah, they have applied for the trademark for Dr. Shelby. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, after all the... I thought it was like a new, uh, like never seen before Sasha character, not like a new trademark. Yeah, after yeah. all the Sasha and Bailey stuff, they want to get a trademark. Which, that wasn't in my notes. We, we didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about that at all. Oh You're wow, right. we should talk about that now. Yeah, how did we miss that? I have no clue. Let's do it because it wasn't on. Because I got my notes from Bleacher Report this week. And oh, I, and, and there's so only the matches, it. and they don't mm-hmm. have. Yeah, they yeah. only section out the matches. That's my bad. Um, totally my bad. So. I didn't even have time to make notes, so you're yeah. stuck at an email. Yeah. So I, I made him. I was gonna pull it off of the internet. Don't tell, we... don't tell Jason, but uh, I made them at work this week. So does he listen? today? I don't think so. Okay, so I'm saying don't tell. Him. I won't. None of you buds tell him. I wouldn't tell him. I just wanted to make sure. Right. Good thing this comes out after tomorrow night. That's <laughs> true. <Sure. laughs> um, yes. Anyway, until the night after that. Right. So. So yeah, those I like. Like a lot of people were giving those segments shit, but I liked them. I mean, like for what they were, yeah, they're mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it's not what I want. But no, but I think it, I think it's at least a step in the right direction. Agreed. It's gonna lead. It's it's at least doing more than just teasing mm-hmm. it in the ring constantly with it's these gonna, little stupid right. back and forth and back and forth. It's gonna and, have the opposite effect that Team Hell No did. Yes, or it's results, to that. I guess. Yeah, it's it's building to that already, mm-hmm. where they keep exploding on right. each other and. Like Doctor Shelby was able to bring the first two together, but these two, he he's just not. he can't. He's like, There's all right, you two need to have there. a wrestling match. Yeah, yeah, at SummerSlam, Iron Woman match, Iron Woman match, no. Hell on a Cell, Hell on a Cell. I think we get a Hell on a Cell between those two this year. That's coming up. September, October. As long as we don't get the, I can't use a kendo stick. Bailey back in this match. Yeah, we could go with that. I don't want to see that shit. I can't throw her. I think after. I think after the beat down of Sasha, that's she's. I think she's going to be. I hope because that was stupid. That was. Oh yeah, that was really dumb. But was performing. Yeah, so it's cool that Doctor Shelby's getting trademarked. Mm -hmm. It's cool that official character. Yep. What's next? Um, Oh, so 
Local advertisement. Speaking of Hell in a Cell, look at that. Oh, I already know. Local what advertisements is. for Hell in a Cell in Houston. I think I can't remember somewhere. I think Houston, but somewhere, um, somewhere in, in the world, America. Isn't it? Yeah, but anyway, for Hell in a Cell uh, is the first advertisements are for the WWE Championship match yes. between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Yes, with two pay per views in between. Right. Which means either AJ loses it and gets it back at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. or retains all the way through, which is the more likely scenario in my opinion. Oh yeah, um, unless they go for complete shock, but they could. Because yeah, everyone expects AJ to win. We're just happy Rusev's getting the shot, especially because it's Rusev Day. Mm-hmm. Especially, <clears throat> um, but no, I. I mean, it's been for these. It's two, been it's been a whole year yeah. since Extreme Rules fell on a Rusev Day, an entire year, dude. That's true. If you start building Joe and AJ, and you put them in a cell, mm-hmm. put two match cell matches on the card, and Joe and AJ, two. Sasha and, and Bailey, mm-hmm. that would be I would enjoy that. Me too. Um, Me too. Especially, I'm just excited to see Joe and AJ. If they can recreate yeah. what they did in TNA, it'll be fantastic. It'll be from what I know, really good. I'm excited and for it. It should be good times. So. Yeah, it should be good times. Yeah. Um, All right. What's next? Right. So speaking of Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. um, he tweeted this week. Someone asked, "What's the difference between a clothesline and a lariat?" Which I'm pretty sure we brought up on this show before. If not, we've um, talked about it. We've I talked about it times. millions of times. Um, so this is the official answer from Samoa Joe, and I'm pretty sure this is the conclusion that we've come to many times. But basically, you run into a you run into a clothesline. A, cl- a lariat runs into you. Yes, that is how you and yes. I have basically broken it down. So, and that is our agreed upon yes. difference between a lariat and a clothesline. Correct. Yep. So Samoa Joe agrees and has said so, and so if it comes from him, it I seems agree. like we've been agreeing. We've been we've been describing it mm-hmm. properly, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's basically because that is the difference yeah, between the we're two right. of them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I'm g- good to know that we, at least, even if we weren't right, at least we know what it really is now or have a better idea because he, he does this for a living. Yeah. He probably knows. Yeah. All right. So what else you got All for right. us? So next I have um, rumor going around. Again, I, I don't remember who this was from. Who but knows? I'm ho- Oh, I think this might have been Meltzer. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but he, the rumor is... Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns are going to fucking main event Extreme Rules. <sighs> like, I have work on Monday. If those yes. two main event, I'm going home. Yes. Uh, sorry, my silence was because I was pulling my notes up real quick mm-hmm. on my phone because I also have this as mine, and uh-huh. this was reported by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Okay. Yeah, so Meltzer. Yep, it says, um, looks like the main event for Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So. And I, uh, yeah, like I said, if it, if this goes on, it's a main event past 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm just going that, that night because okay. I don't care. And I'm not staying up and being tired for work the next day right. to watch a match I don't give a shit about. Um, just saying. I mean, I'll be here anyways. And the TV will be on. Right. So I'll probably just right. finish it. I got places I'm, to I go. mean, I get you have to go home. I don't. I'm right. already home. So I'll probably right. finish yeah, watching it. Yeah, if I was it, at home. But I don't blame you. I'd watch it. But right. I, like, if I fell asleep, I wouldn't care. Right. Same here. That's what I'm thinking. And if, if I hear I falls, something to go back If and... I fall asleep, the worst case scenario is I wake up on the couch mm-hmm. a little bit later and I go to bed. Yeah. All right. So speaking of main events. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, that's good here. Uh, there is a possible reboot. In the works, where w- there's talks of WWE bringing back Saturday night's main event on Fox and or NBC Network. Okay, I did not see that either, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. They're talking about doing it like nights before other big events. So you do Saturday night, the Saturday before the Super Bowl is the first one they're talking about. Mm. Right. Before NBA Finals, before... Right. Yeah, but the first game in the finals, before the World Series, before right. the Daytona 500, right. before, you know, things like that. Um, the, uh, uh, what's the F1 at the Brickyard? Indianapolis. What Indianapolis 500. 500, yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Thank you. Yeah, things like that. Right, that'd be neat. You know. Um, that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've been thinking about 
checking out some of those main events. Mm-hmm. And the other day I was going to, and I didn't actually watch it, but then I realized that, I didn't even realize this was on the network until just, this was maybe two weeks ago, we haven't talked mm-hmm. about it. Okay. All the primetime episodes are on there. Uh-huh. I've watched it. I've been thinking about going back and watching that, because yeah. there was a lot of cool stuff that happened on Especially primetime. between uh, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. I watched, last night I watched uh, the countdown of Strange Bedfellows on the okay. network. Okay. And Monsoon and Heenan were on there. I think they were two. Nice. I don't know quite. I watched... Or no, um, they were one. They were one. Last night, I watched um, Something Else to Wrestle, Bruce Prichard. Him and and Conrad did The Rise of the Rock Mm. and talked about, like, spent a lot of time on his nation and domination, intercontinental level, you know, part of his career. Uh, If you're a fan of The Rock... It's worth a watch. I mean, you don't have to. You just listen. You can yeah. watch something else. I mean, if you wanted yeah, to, I don't you like could. Watching them. You not. could play a video game. There's not much to look at. No, but you and could. You not, could play on your Switch, right. dude. And if you don't have a Switch, like maybe a DS or something. You can play on that yeah. while you're watching TV or a Wii U, even right. if you're old school. No, like Bruce Prichard was dressed up as Brother Love, and Conrad was dressed up as the Undertaker. The only thing I do like about watching it uh-huh. is or when Kamala. is because I listen to the podcast as well, which yeah. I started to before the show. Right. Um, shortly before though, like mm-hmm. before I'd seen the show, I because I wanted to kind of get into what the show was going to be, and then yeah. I really liked it, and I found what happened when, and then eighty three weeks started, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, when he does the impersonations, he does the voices. Mm-hmm. He has like a big face, like a picture of a face on a stick that he holds up in the camera, and when he's doing someone's voice, it's really cool. So, like, when he's doing Vince's impersonation, you see Vince because he's holding up Vince's face into the camera. I like that. So, nice. all right. So, that's all, all about that. We can move on to whatever your next one was. All right. So, I went too long on that already. That's all right. It's all right. We're good. It's a fun I mean, little rant. Podcast. Right. It's a fun little rant. It's like when Vince owns the network. He can go as long as we want. Mm-hmm. We're recording the podcast. We can go as long as we want. doesn't mean people have to listen. We'll listen. But... <laughs> Coming. That's, that's the bigger true. deal. Yeah, that's I true. I want dinner. Um... <laughs> Okay, so in other business news, um, so this money Vince is going to make, he is spending, uh, it was previously reported he was going to spend about $100 million on the XFL to get it going. 100 mil? Okay. 100 mil. It is now coming out that he is going to be spending $500 million to oh, get wow, this going. Oh, wow, that's a lot of his money. A lot of money. He's going balls to the wall in this yeah. one. He, it's, if you think about it, it's his only real failure in life. Like, he raised... Two kids pretty well. He That's built true. his business from nothing, nothing to something. Next to nothing. Next I to mean, nothing. It was something. He had a business when he took I mean, it over, but yeah. look at what he's done with it exactly. compared to where it was then, ratings, exactly. money-wise. Yeah. He he is now wrestling. I mean, yeah, because if WWE. you think about it, you know, if someone says, uh, if you say, yeah, I'm a wrestling fan, what's their first response usually? You mean like WWE? Right. Yeah. You know, they know. Or is still around? Is WWF still around? Right. Yeah, things well, like that. Well, it's WWE now, but yes, it yeah. is still around. But it's They're synonymous. actually worth a shit ton more money than they have yeah. ever been worth. I mean, I think we said this the other week. It's, we did. It's synonymous. It was either like last week or the week before. Yeah. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> Any more? So, I got, I got two more quick oh. ones. Um, oh, only two? Only, okay. Kind of short list more. today. It kind of sucks. Uh, I don't have many either, yeah, but I got okay. two more. Uh, some all-in news. Mm-hmm. Um, SCU is all in. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Okay. It's Christopher Daniels, uh, Frankie right. Kazarian, right. and Scorpio Sky. Right. Uh, so they are now oh. all in. I had, um, uh, I think Daniels and Kazarian did a podcast with Jericho or JR, yeah, and I haven't and, listened to it uh, yet. I was going to say, Kaz and Frankie Kazarian did a podcast with. Yeah, EMC. Is that it? Yeah, I haven't listened to I that listened one yet. To that. I have not listened to okay. it. Okay, it's, it's still really on my to do list. I'm behind yeah. right now. I've been so okay. busy with work. I yeah. I've been in meet so many meetings because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of yeah. changes going down. Right. Um, All right. So last one, yeah. I guess. So last one. They have announced the first match is what they said mm-hmm. uh, for All In. Okay. Um, first off, before I get to what it is, mm-hmm. they announced Cody Rhodes versus. Nick Aldis at right. the press conference. So this isn't really the first match. Maybe they mean the, what's going to be but the I first guess, match of the card. Um, 
if this is the first match on the card, I'm going to be pretty upset. Oh. Uh, because, I mean, you didn't see this? No. Oh. This is not is one of my... Okada uh-huh. versus Marty Skrull. Oh, yeah, that better not be the opening match. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, really? That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Okada versus Marty Skrull. I'm excited um, to see Marty Skrull in the ring with somebody on the level mm-hmm. in ring-wise of Okada. I mean, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. I don't think he's the best. I still think Omega's the best. But, yeah, he's easily... Him, Omega, and AJ. Yeah. I think it's... Um. Omega, AJ, and him personally, but yeah, and then Seth Rollins, yes, and then Osprey, Tanahashi, one of those two guys maybe. Ricochet, Ricochet, Naito, mm-hmm. Jericho, Jericho. Um. Anyways. Anyway, that's yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's all I got. But yeah, I'm super stoked to go. Okay. See that, and. All right, I got a couple uh, more pieces okay. to talk about here. A little uh, news update. This is uh, also courtesy of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple updates on injury updates uh, and when guys okay. will be getting evaluated for in-ring status. Okay. Bray Wyatt today, as we're recording today, not nice. Day the Buds are listening, July 6th, got mm-hmm. his evaluation. I have not mm-hmm. seen the results yet. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke is getting e- evaluated on July 9th, mm-hmm. which is a Monday. Yeah, and, he got bit by Ishii. Yes. And, um, uh, well, at least it wasn't Daryl. Um, yeah, it's true. And Ruby Riot will be evaluated again on July 30th as to, you know, if she can be cleared to return to the ring. Okay. So that's kind of next outlooks on those three injured wrestlers who are... I mean, the next three mm-hmm. that are going to be returning from injury, obviously, because yeah. they're all quite minor compared to, like, Sami Zayn yeah. and a few other guys that are yeah, out. Yeah, Sami's out for a while. Um, there's been more talk of WWE by Evolve recently. Um, I've oh, seen this. See I've that. seen this on a couple mm-hmm. different sites. Uh, however, again, per the Observer, um, they know basically that these talks have been going on nonstop all the time anyways, and this yeah. deal could or couldn't happen at any point in time, basically. Right. So not to... People are just getting too overexcited about it. Yeah. Um, take this with a grain of salt, buds, because this comes from a place, a site called Wrestling Standard, which I'm just becoming familiar with. So I don't know, I don't know their credentials yet, and I don't know how valid their information is. And when you're coming to rumors, people can make shit up all day and call it a rumor. Yeah. That doesn't mean it really is. Right. But I just thought it was, we could say all of our fantasy booking we do here is a rumor. And, exactly. But it's not. And we're just fantasy booking. Yeah, and this could be, but here's here's what I've got. According to Wrestling Standard, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep checking them out. And if I think they're legit, I'll keep reporting more of their stuff. But this is the um, first time grain of salt deal with them. Yeah. Rey Mysterio has apparently inked a two-year contract with the WWE. And as of now, they plan to put him on SmackDown Live. Makes sense. Um, now, I'm, Dave Meltzer has already said that's false. Okay. Yeah. So I don't see him. Not a two-year deal. Not two years. Uh-huh. Maybe one. Maybe just through Mania. He didn't say what part of it. The whole thing was false. Apparently, mm-hmm. he just said it was false. Yeah. Um, um, the other thing from this website, not denied by anybody at this point, and it's just there's not much to it, but that um, uh, originally Jeff Hardy was going to uh, feud right off bat with Almas. Okay. And I guess somebody changed their mind and wanted to put him with Shinsuke and said, but it had nothing to do with Almas. It was more it was so more the desire to put Hardy and Shinsuke. and Shinsuke together. That makes sense. But this also comes, again, from the Wrestling Standard place, mm-hmm. which is where this Rey Mysterio two-year contract comes right. from, which I don't personally believe in Meltzer yeah. things. So that could not be true, too. Yeah. Those are the only I couple mean, things I had. You crossed everything yeah. else off. Yeah. But Rey will be here there sometime this year. Australia. Because... Well, yeah, Australia. He'll be there when they do even it. more. He's gonna be those kinds of events. These well, big specials. I think he's gonna make a small run later in the year, just because of two K. Because he's the oh yeah, that's right. He's the downloadable, downloadable content. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's valid. All right. Well, then I guess it comes over to me for a second, as yeah. uh, promised on the last episode of Buds Watch Wrestling. Yeah. Um, I, I got a. Fun fantasy booking scenario for BJ, which I have not thought out at all the angle I want to go okay. at, but I kind of want your thought on this. So, okay. if we go back in time to 2001, 2001, yes, okay, this is going to be an angle that you probably remember, and I think we all remember it if we were watching wrestling at that time. And 
Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us quit watching wrestling at the time. The invasion angle. Mm-hmm. When WCW finally invaded WWE, Steve Austin switched sides. Kurt Angle went back and forth. Uh, there was all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. You know who was missing from this that was injured the entire time that was never involved in this angle? Huh. Triple H. Okay. Rebook the invasion angle with Triple H. What's he do? What side's he on? Where's he go? Does he turn on Vince? Like his kids were willing to do so often so many times to team up with his wife Stephanie? Or does he stay loyal to the WWE who made him the superstar he became? What do you think Triple H would have done on the invasion angle? I really like... I forgot yeah. he wasn't there for this. Yeah. He's the biggest name guy on the roster that was not there for this. So what's he do? I personally think mm-hmm. he goes over. He turns. He goes with his wife. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. It's Triple H. He sees the opportunity yeah. for power. He's jumping on Yeah, him and Stephanie. And right. I think Steve Austin never would have turned if Triple H would have. Those would have been the two, yeah. the two guys. Right. The two catalysts for each organization would be Triple H and Stone Cold, and we already know that they mm-hmm. were capable of having a good feud. Maybe not as good as The Rock and Triple H, but the Triple H could go with Steve Austin, and they could have good matches in the ring. And Usually. Do you think if he would have been around, maybe the angle would have been a little bit better? If it would have been him instead of Stone Cold? That was one of my biggest problems with the angle, with Stone Cold turning. It was dumb. It made no sense. Yeah. It would have made a lot more sense with Triple H and then Stone Cold. With Stephanie being the yeah. owner of ECW yeah. with Paul Heyman, the co-owner or whatever. Right. However, that I can't remember how that angle worked. I think it was co-owner. Yeah. Maybe she owned it and he was just managing it or yeah. some shit. I don't know. I mean, I still think... It's one of the worst angles of wrestling. Yeah. It's up there with like the NWO poison the WWE angle when Vincent reintroduced them to the WWE right. in like 2005 or whatever. I still wish they could have run... Thank you. I still wish they could have run Nitro mm-hmm. for even a month or two um, for the angle. I personally but wish they would hold off on selling thing. it long enough for Bischoff to... Yeah. He was working on a deal to buy it when they sold it. Yeah. And they sold it, I don't know what, but apparently dirt cheap, according to Vince. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I heard, too. Man, if they could have kept that competition going, mm-hmm. especially if he could have fixed the mismanagement issues WCW had. Right. Yeah. But yeah, if you had, if you had Triple H, I don't know. That's my like, thought on it, is yeah. that he joins the other side, and Steve Austin stays on WWE, and those two guys are the main catalysts for mm-hmm. for their feuds. You've got Rock on that right next level with whoever the next big guy is there with Triple H, because Booker T probably. And you get yeah. Booker T and The Rock for the World Championship, and WWE going between Austin and Triple H. And then I think it builds that whole storyline even stronger, mm-hmm. which is that one change of Triple H being there to leave Austin on WWE side where he belonged. Yeah. That's that's my thought. No, that's a good idea. Let us know what I you think, Buds. So. You can uh, share your thoughts with us on mm-hmm. Twitter at uh, BudsWW, or uh, if you want to go more long form than the what, 280 characters or whatever it is on Twitter, like you can uh, send us an email, Buds at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can hit me up at Daryl underscore guns on the Twitter. And you can hit me up at Beach2004 on the Twitter. It's BWJ2004. So, yeah, let us drop us a line and tell us how you would have booked Triple H in the Invasion Angle. Yeah. So, um, give us other ideas of things that you would want us to. uh, Fantasy book. Fantasy book. Yeah, we like doing that. I like coming up with scenarios of how things could have been different, as I did with this one. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, we kind of throw whatever we want in the middle of this. uh, Second episode for the week on Wednesdays. And I had this one for and fun. Was, so. Yeah. 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 Wait to either, you know, what's going to happen next week or whatever. But Maybe now, whatever. So it's, it's cool. time for my personal favorite part of the mm-hmm. podcast. Dun, dun, dun. The top 100 wrestlers of 2011. Into that, according, as of 2011. All, of all time. As of 2011. 2011. From Bleacher Report. Yes. Yes. And this week, we are covering number uh, 93. I'm trying to 92? Uh, we're on 92. Magnum TA was 92. 92, yes. 92 Ken Patera. Ken Patera. Um, my that? match was first. Yeah, I do believe yours was first. Because mine, mine was uh, May 1985. Mine was 1980. Hang on, I'm pulling up. Okay. 
pulling it up now so I can get the date of it because I have that. Okay. Um, I do not. I just have month and year. That's all it told me. So Mine took place uh, October 11th, 1980. So, there you go. Cool. And my match was... Uh, scheduled for one fall. One fall. With a 60-minute time limit. 60 minutes. It's important for okay. this match. Oh, shit. Okay. Once I announce the opponent. Uh-huh. Introducing first, as much as I hate to do this, but oh, it builds yeah. up the suspense, your champion, intercontinental champion, Ken Patera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can shit on me. I deserve it. Yes. But it's for suspense. Uh, and it's podcast, not real wrestling. Mm-hmm. And his challenger, Andre the Giant. <laughs> yes. If Andre... Booked in, booked in a match mm-hmm. for 60 minutes. Yeah. I mean, that's the time limit. They just don't want him going over that. Maybe that's Andre tough. could get a burst of uh, energy for an hour and do more wrestling than he's done in forever. Um, so, I'm not familiar with Kim Patera. Really. Yeah, I didn't know much either. He's... By the time we got into wrestling, he's already gone. You know, he's a pre he's a pre WrestleMania mm-hmm. wrestler, so I don't know him. Uh, Nineteen eighty though, different style of wrestling. So I'm going okay. in with that thought process. Obviously, wrestling's so different nineteen eighty than it is. I mean, you know, you've watched eighties wrestling. Oh yeah. So it's I mean obvious it's wrestle 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 wrestle. So the match starts off uh, immediately. Um, Patera's running away from trying to get away from Andre. And they finally get him in the match, and the ref's ready to start it, and he rings the bell. But before he can start, Patera hasn't taken off his jacket and overpants yet. So he very slowly and calmly takes his sweet, sweet time. And the ref kind of like signals to the timekeeper, like something, like unstart the match or something. Mm-hmm. It's one bell ring, really weird. One bell rings once. Bing! I'm like, what? Okay, whatever. And he slowly takes off his jacket. I mean, he's just healing it up, you know. And Andre's so, like, just ready nice. to go at him and ready to go. And he finally gets it off, and the ref calls for the bell again. And bing, 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 and the match starts. And they go right off into a collar and elbow tie-up. And Andre just backs him immediately up into the corner. Like, there's no hesitation. Like, the second big touch, he's just, bam, into the corner. The ref kind of backs him up. And Patera, like, comes, like, ducks under the top rope like hey I'm in the ropes you can't hit me now and Andre gives him a little kick in the butt which was probably my favorite part of the match because it was really funny nice. the crowd gave a little pop laugh which was cool because it was mm-hmm. just a little like it wasn't like a real kick like to hurt him it was obviously like I'm going to humiliate you and just kick you in the rear end and what I actually thought was like the funniest part is the announcers on this because you got to think this is 1980 Yeah. so the commentators and the announcers are like oh kicked him right in the Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It was great. Do I don't know that? who they were. Okay. I, I don't have a clue who they were. Yeah, I, I don't know who mine were. They showed them. I didn't recognize them, and I didn't recall. I don't know whether their voices. But again, uh, this is 1980. I'm not right. that surprised. I don't recognize them. Um, do you know what, what was your? Do you know what show yours was on? Was it? Did it have a show name? Or it didn't say. Okay. I didn't catch it. And I was just curious. It was mine just that either. match. I didn't watch mm-hmm. this one on the network. I watched this on YouTube. Okay. And just the match, so I didn't okay. get any pre-posted. It was literally match, nothing. Right. Um, I just know it was WWF. Mm-hmm. I do know that. Okay. And, and even, if, even if they didn't say it was or mm-hmm. whatever, I recognize that old school Intercontinental Championship right. belt. So I know right. that belt very well. Um, so then uh, so then finally Patera gets out from the rope, comes back, and another collar and elbow, and it takes... Uh, like Andre like kind of teases him for a second like uh, uh no bam and just right back in again um Tara keeps trying to get away from him but Andre keeps you know just getting him in putting him in headlocks putting him in uh he's like pulling his arms behind him with his foot in the center of his back and doing those kind yeah. of rest holds and like just all the all of them and a really weird arm lock of some sort where he like had his arm like this and he's like his arms over it and he's like twisting it this way but it didn't look painful yeah. at all but um, what what struck me as funny as I'm watching Andre in offense as the early part of this match is mm-hmm. it's like it's so obviously not real, and how people really didn't know until like the mid '90s people didn't really fully grasp that this wasn't real boggles my fucking mind. Yeah, especially when you watch people today like mm-hmm. um. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of some really fucking stiff wrestlers these days. Uh, Samoa Joe always looks stiff. Suzuki is stiff as fuck. Mm-hmm. Ishii. Uh, Ishii, evil. yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. evil's a good, you know. Just just these yeah. guys that always look stiff. Mm-hmm. Any of the strong style, anybody that wrestles strong style yeah. looks stiff as shit. Yeah. Um, that looks more real than the stuff that, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's And today's stuff's killing the business, apparently. I don't... Yeah, that's what... Whatever. Um, so eventually, through a little heelish tactic and distraction, um, Terrifying gets the upper hand on Andre. Um, and a headlock. For, like, three minutes. Uh, Andre finally uh, fights back out of it. He... Um, a couple big, like, big, big punches that sent Patera, like, overselling a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. not Shawn Michaels Hogan overselling, but, you know, he was overselling Andre's offense at the end of the match here a little bit. Um, finally, Andre kicks him, like, with a big boot, but he can only get his foot up to about Patera's gut. But it still looked like... It was the it was the only move that looked real in the entire match was his last big boot. And it sent nice. Patera with the force to fly across and roll out of the ring. Mm. And Patera walked off. Just left. He just walked off. Yeah. There's no counter or anything, and the announcer comes in and announces that yeah. Andre wins. But huh. Patera's still the Intercontinental Champion because okay. he just walked away. Because he walked away. Yeah. And, Makes sense. Um, so, I'm not going to go through in detail, but my thoughts of the match were, it's Andre. Mm-hmm. I had to see Patera perform another match just to see what he could do, because yeah. the only offense he got in in the entire match was a headlock. Um, I watched him face Bob Backlund, also in 1980, mm-hmm. for the WWF Championship. Bob Backlund's the champion, Patera's the Intercontinental, it's in Madison Square Garden, it's the first time Patera had been in the garden since he had won the Intercontinental Championship from Pat Patterson. And um, it was a good match. It was mm-hmm. a really good match. I really like The crowd was super into it as well, which always helps. But um, if you guys get a chance, that match I recommend. Now, if I'm going to base Kim Patera off this Andre match, he's dead last. The okay. only thing he did was a headlock and right. oversell. Um, right. Based upon... The um, I mean, I would I don't know exactly where he would be at. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Owen. Right. Uh, he's definitely better than most everybody else on the list at this point, though. Okay. I think I'm th- off the top of my head, Owen's the only guy I would put ahead of, of him right now. But we haven't officially re-ranked everybody yet to get that. Um, Ricky Morton's up there too. Those are the top three at this point. I don't, I would have to really think about reorganizing them, but Morton. Mm-hmm. And I think Owen. I think Owen and, and Morton are probably a small step ahead, and then Patera's right behind those two guys is where I'm going to put it at this point, just off the top of my head with the list. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a few more episodes. That's episodes. Yeah, that's so. actually. I mean, after watching my match, I agree. Um, yeah, but uh, tell so me about my yours. match was uh, Ken Patera versus Hulk Hogan for the WWF Championship from May 1985. Did you happen to know what um, show yours was from? I do not. That's okay. why I was kind of asking you because... They didn't yeah, seem to care to t- talk about what the event right. was. They, and I watched mine on YouTube. That wasn't and that's important back then too, it right? didn't say what show it was. It mine didn't say anything. I checked the comments um, too and there was nothing, so... Yeah, I did not go that far because... I did, I just thought I was My lunch break was almost over. I understand. Um, so... I did mine earlier in the week when I had more time. But right. Surprisingly, right. usually this is what I do last minute. So this one. Me too. I want it to be the freshest. That's me too. Why but I this do time it last. I didn't. But um, but I meant to do it last night. But, then I but the match was the whole match from they announced it too. Final mm-hmm. time of nine minutes and seventeen seconds. <laughs> so I was able yeah. to tell you the whole match without right. needing because it was so basic. Right. Mine was. Um, Closer to 18 minutes. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah. That's pretty sick, especially for a Hogan match. Yeah. I guess I mean, this was entrances, though. Yeah, this, this is entrances and everything. And Mine was like and 12 and a half entrances and everything. Yeah. Um, I almost watched so it your probably match, like actually, 13, right? Without telling you what I watched, because I forgot to tell you I watched it. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't watch it. Yeah, that's why you didn't. Because you texted me first what you watched, right? I halfway through. Right. Um, so anyway, so it starts off. So uh, a little bit of context with this. Um if you notice the date, it's a good a little over a month after um, first WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're coming out of that. This is probably Hogan's first defense since, or I mean, his first match since 
Mania. I mean, with guess, Hogan's schedule, yeah, yeah, because he was Hogan's a special attraction. Exactly. Back in the day. So he was... Uh, I mean, they probably used him more in 85 mm-hmm. than they did in, like, 87, 88, 89, yeah. for example, but still. And Ken Patera is with uh, Bobby Heenan yeah, she mentioned at this that. time. Um, and, yeah. Oh, no, you so didn't the story... You mentioned it to me. Sorry. Yeah, I mentioned it to you. Earlier, yeah. But, yeah. Sorry. Um, but it was... Uh, to me, the story more was more focused on the whole Hogan versus Heenan family dynamic. Okay. And it doesn't matter who you would have put in this spot, whether it was, you know, um, Bundy, which would be a year from now right. with Heenan right. or, you know, um, so they're all in on the Hogan feud, obviously. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I've never thought about that before. That was really the story of Hogan was taking on the Heenan family for a good four years. If you go back and look at the first few WrestleManias, mm-hmm. the main event's a year-long story. Yeah. Look yeah. at um, look at the whole Andre, mm-hmm. Hogan, Savage, Macho right. Man with uh, DiBiase buying the belt from Andre, mm-hmm. and then Savage ended up winning it from that, and then the yeah. next year Hogan takes it, and you have that whole giant fucking story right. arc with Hogan getting it back, and then Hogan's next story. And God, I miss long story. Long Term storytelling. To me, that's the biggest thing Except missing for, from modern uh, wrestling mm-hmm. compared to early. Yeah, because they took early, time with it. Yep, they built the um, whole story over a fucking year. Yeah. I mean, look at the best example is the Macho Man, uh, the Mega Powers, mm-hmm. Macho Man, yeah. Hulk Hogan the Mega story. That's like a whole fucking year mega story. It is, and it's so good. Um, but anyway, so uh, I mean, this was a typical 1980s Hulk Hogan match, mm-hmm. is what it was. Um, that's what I expected. Yeah, that's why um, I didn't watch it ultimately. Yeah, I've seen it, Hogan. Matches. It's exactly what I expected, but and uh, I knew Patera was losing. I would say Patera. Yeah, he he showed some some hope and like there was some good good segments in there. I really enjoyed. Um, actually, for him taking it, there was in the middle of the match. Um, they did a test. Actually, they did a test of strength that went on like pretty much way too long. Okay, but pretty it, much, pretty much. Uh, probably way too long. Probably way too long. <laughs> Sorry. But maybe way too long. Uh like this explanation. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um God damn it, what was I talking about? Oh, the the test of strength. Yes. And that went on maybe way too long. Maybe way too long. Probably. And then um so Hogan picks him up. Okay. Like he's okay. So Hogan's down on his knees. He's the underdog. Okay, for the test. So gotcha. yeah, and and uh, Patera's got the got him down for like I said, probably way too long. And then Hogan um, picks him up, like on his shoulders. Okay. And like like into a fireman's carry. Yeah. Okay. Almost, but a little bit, a little bit slanted. Not all the way over. Okay. Like not like John Cena AA all right. the way over. A little bit behind. Gotcha. And then slams him down, but I've never seen Hogan end it that way. It's usually the Hulk up and, yeah. you know, bust out. Yeah, that is kind of Whatever, so that was kind of cool. Hey, this is the earlier days of that, though. He's just mm-hmm. really, really getting up. Or no, he did pick him, he doesn't slam him down, picks him up, and he puts him on the top rope. Oh, okay. And then he has an arm drag or some shit off of that. Arm drag, um, arm bar. And then, from then on, Hogan had the advantage. Uh, Hogan hits the big boot. Goes for the leg drop. Bobby Heenan grabs his leg, trips him up. Mm. So this was a little different finish from what you get from Hogan. Because right. usually he hits the leg drop. And that's the one But he fell from, fell from the leg drop, went and grabbed Heenan. Uh, Patera grabs him from behind. Hegan, Hogan rolls behind, gets him in a fucking roll-up, and rolls up for the one, two, nice. three. Pins him to win. Was it, I bet and that then, roll-up looked shit. Um, yeah. I figured. It did, but I mean, it was clunky, if that makes sense. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Botched. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't botched. It was just clunky, like Fair Hogan enough. clunky, right. uh, if that makes sense. But and then after that, uh, Heening gets pulled in the ring by Hogan. Hogan beats down both of them. He's a real American. Yes. So, yeah. Um, he my the opinion. Right of every man. Yeah, my opinion on Pekembatera. I mean, he definitely had the look. I will definitely watch later than you. Mm-hmm. This is. More towards the Oh, he had the look in 1982. Yeah. He had blonde curly hair, though. He did here, too. Okay. Um, He didn't always, I guess. Oh, really? I don't... Maybe not. Maybe it was just the way it looked 
Yeah. I saw other clips of him where it looked, okay. his hair looked way darker, but maybe yeah. it was just the lighting or something mm-hmm. from an early yeah, 80s show. Yeah, it was pretty white. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, everything he did I thought was smooth and was well done. It was just, he's not on par with, obviously, today's because he's from right. that older right. generation. Right, because he's, yeah. So he fit in perfectly with where he was in time and, and what was happening in wrestling. Time and was, space. How like, the style of wrestling. Yeah. So, while we're talking about the guy... We both also watched a promo. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts yeah. and takeaways from his mic skills? Uh, they were a little rough. Agreed. That was <laughs> not his strong suit, obviously. No. no. Yeah, I That's why he was that... part of the Heenan family. Yeah. Give him a good mouthpiece because he but, wasn't a talker. That's yeah, what Heenan he did. He was all over the place with it and kept repeating himself in um, different ways. and Yeah, yeah. it... It was almost like he was winging it and hadn't mm-hmm. put any thought into what he was going to say and did yeah. it in one take and was like, fuck it. It's like me and Gene just like jumped out and said, hey there. You're live, pal. Yep. And oh, no, that's it. Yeah. All right, so, so then I guess good. number 91. Um, well, I was going to say, oh. maybe you can get me on the list. Oh, I thought that's what you had already said, but yeah, okay, you're right. No, for me on the list, um, yeah, I would put Owen above him and I would put... I'd probably put Abdullah the Butcher and Ricky Morton above him also. I would need to watch another Abdullah the Butcher match because yeah. mine was late in his career and it was right. garbage. Right. And mine was a lot better. So maybe I'll go watch a different match before we do the recap. Athleticism of mine. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's where I'd put him. Um, so we'll see. Okay. And again, like we've talked about, we'll do some re- uh, recap episode after we get through 20. Mm-hmm. So a couple months. Well, I mean, because next week is number 10 yeah. the 10th yeah person halfway on the list here so we're number halfway 91. through the first set of 10 20 rather yeah. and number 91 is kevin von eric right one of the von erics yeah or texas tornado if you will for the uwwf um, fans so they did refer to him as kevin von eric in wwf though no that was carrie oh was it carrie that was carrie not kevin okay yeah there's too many yeah, of them. There is. You're right. That is Carrie. You're Carrie. right. You're so right. So this is Carrie. Carrie. So we know mostly about Carrie, Carrie Von Eric. This is going to be Kevin Von Eric. The only match I've ever seen with a Von Eric that's not the Texas Tornado mm. was. Uh, uh, He's the only one that's still alive, too. I didn't realize that. Um, I've watched some of their their fights against the Freebirds. Mm-hmm. When they put some yeah, of the stuff on the network, too. I pulled some of that stuff yeah. up because. I wanted to see it, and it was it was enjoyable. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, me I'm looking too. forward to any Von Eric on this list. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, and that name comes up with wrestling. Yeah, that's an old school name. I'm not familiar yeah. with, and this is why this segment excites me the most. Is because I get mm-hmm. to learn about names I know. I know these guys are legends. Right. And I'm gonna start seeing why they are. Why? Except exactly. Magnum TA. That's, he was disappointed. Yeah, I don't know what we. He's what been the most. Un, he's been the most un, underwhelming. Magnum TA. So, so my match that I watched and I meant to bring this up about mm-hmm. him he uh that was one of his last matches before he got hurt the one that i watched okay um mine so was yeah, obviously earlier was, and wasn't, yeah but mine was earlier in his yeah career. mine was like right it's kind of neat how the last I'm couple guys like we've both been early it might have been his last televised because like a duel of the butcher mm-hmm. you went early career and i went late and yeah. then the last two i went early career and you went late and it's mm-hmm. been my chance because we don't talk about it beforehand no mm-hmm. Usually, whoever watches the match first tells the other person the match they watched. Right. So they don't watch that match. Right. Except this week. Yeah. I got lucky that yeah. I didn't fuck it up. Right. I might have fucked this up for all of us, buds. Might have. Almost. So you didn't. Take it. It's okay. Uh, I just right. Googled Ken Patera, and that was the first thing that came up because I was on my lunch break and I didn't have much time. Um, so I just went with it. I'm not going to lie. It was. It was. It was way later than it should have been up. Mm-hmm. And says this is, I was already in YouTube when I thought about watching it. And I didn't feel like go. changing apps. <laughs> so I just yep. typed his name into the YouTube search. And there, that's what came that. up. So there you go, yeah, buds. Been there, done that. So. Thanks for checking us out again this week. We appreciate yeah, it as always. Yeah. Come out, come back and you can find us on, uh, yeah, what Fireside and yeah. Google Play and iTunes, iTunes and, and CastBox mm-hmm. and anywhere you find Podcast, podcast Addict. And, yeah, it's the other big one that I'm yeah, aware podcast of. Podcast Addict. Um, podcast Addict and uh, CastBox are the two biggest on like the Google yeah. Play Store and stuff. Right. I think they're the biggest other than iPhones right or other okay. iTunes right now, I think. 
Nice. Castbox is getting pretty big, apparently. But um, but they're also messing up our stats. So. Right. Whatever. Okay. All right, buds. Until next time. That's BJ over there. Ooh, no, that's Daryl over there. Michelangelo hit the music and let's uh, play some dinner. Pizza. Yep. Pizza. 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 Okay.